0: The NBA and a couple of teams where they got players that are testing positive and so that they have to go into quarantine for two weeks. Well, the the season doesn't start for a month, but When this starts happening during the season and players have to sit out, I think the playoff, the fun of the playoffs is going to dissipate very quickly. If you get a couple of star players that are no longer playing, then what are we doing at that point?
2: The the purpose of doing universal testing for every player on every team right now is to get to the point where you're not going to have a surprise infection during
0: the season. Right, you isolate them, you quarantine them for the entirety of the playoffs. I hope it works that way. In Thunderdome. Quick follow-up, we were talking about the horrible ugliness in Wisconsin. This is going to turn the tide. Sane Americans, if they hear about this, it's hardly being reported. The violence and, and idiocy in, in Wisconsin, w- which abolitionist statues were torn down, and uh, a state senator was beaten almost to death. But uh, there was a hate crimes investigation in Oakland, California, where the utterly nonsensical mayor, Libby Schaff presides. This woman is just, well, she's left at Trotsky. And, and just a halfwit a hate crime investigation was launched when nooses were seen in o- Oakland Park and uh, and they actually launched a hate crime in- uh, investigation. And then the uh, park people came out the, the Department of the Parks say say no this is it's one of those exercise trail these nooses they're loops so people can pull themselves up. They've been here for months or, or years. It's not a hate crime it's just loops That's incredible right? all right So people have lost their minds. That's the difference between concern and paranoia. Everywhere there's a loop, now people see a noose. Now, to the root of all this, more or less, it's part of the root of this, is uh, the idea of uh, excessive force by police, maybe uh, racism by police, that sort of thing. I think anybody with a, a couple of brain cells to rub together is in favor of better policing. I mean, we give the government these incredible powers, um... And 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 they ought to be held to account, and it ought to be as good as we could possibly make it. Cops agree with that. So, uh, but there's a fight going on now in Congress and the Senate uh, over a couple of bills. The Democrats have their bill, the Republicans have their bill, and uh, the Republicans in the Senate. And Tim Scott, who is the uh, black senator Republican from South Carolina, is eloquent. He is powerful. He's smart, and uh, and his speech is just terrific. We're going to stop and start it. Play you a little chunks of it. He's arguing. F- uh, against the Democrats who've said that uh, we're not even going to let your bill come to the floor to be debated and amended. He said, Put any amendments on there you like. We'll talk about them. I want to reform policing. And it's increasingly clear the Democrats just want the issue for the election. But well, let's go ahead and enroll some, uh, uh, Senator Scott.
3: But what I missed in this issue is that the stereotyping of Republicans is just as toxic and poison to the outcomes of the most vulnerable communities in this nation. That's the issue. When Speaker Pelosi says one of the most heinous things I can imagine that the Republicans are actually trying to cover up murder, the murder of George Floyd with our legislation. That That's not... Politics, that's not a game to win. That's you lose, you will sooner or later lose. But immediately, every kid around the nation that heard that nonsense lost that moment. You see, what's become evident to me, is that she knows something that we all know. She knows that she can say that because the Democrats have a monopoly on the black vote. And no matter the return on their loyalty, and and I am telling you the most loyal part of the Democrat construct, black communities, and no matter the loyalty of the people, the return they get will always continue to go down because in monopolies you start devaluing your customer. You see today we could have given at the very minimum 70% of what they say would be important for the people. We say, we serve. But instead of having a debate on that today and getting not five amendments, but 20 amendments, a manager's amendment, and instead, of, instead of going forward and getting what you want now, they've decided to pump this ball until the election. You know why? Because they believe that the polls reflect a 15-point deficit on our side. Therefore, they can get the bill they want in November. All they have to do is win the election and then roll in January, and they get a chance to write the police reform bill without our support at all. Well, this is what they did in the House, right? No no okay, amendments. I'll pause
0: that, uh, Sean. His point, which he makes very succinctly later, is that we can do 70% at least of what you're asking for right now, and we'll let you amend the bill, and maybe it'll be even more than that. And then if you win the election in, uh, in November... Do the other 20, 25%. That's fine. Why aren't we doing these things now? Well, the answer is very simple. They want to be able to shout that Republicans don't care about police reform in November. It is the most naked and and shameless uh, sort of politics that that I've ever seen. Especially because uh, if you actually believe... The, the most vulnerable, the poorest, the uh, the most minority communities in the country are disproportionately affected by bad policing. Why the hell wouldn't you fix it now? 70, 75 percent. It's just it's unbelievable. By but the way, politics. Just in case you didn't catch what was going on there, yeah, Nancy Pelosi said yesterday that Republicans are murdering or trying to get away with murder—the murder of George Floyd, which is an amazing thing to say. And uh, and got very little news coverage, by the way. I mean, that's a hell of a thing to say. When Trump says stuff like that, it's just, you know, unbecoming the office. It is, by the way, unbecoming any office to say that sort of thing. Right. But uh, nonstop. Remember when Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high? Well, that was a good idea. But those days are long gone. Republicans right. are trying to murder George Floyd. Wow, that's incredible. Oh, boy. Get away with the murder of George Floyd. What an amazing thing to say is the Speaker of the House. Next time I say our politics are as stupid as they could possibly get, please slap me. Oh, hey, coming up, Pakistani airlines, they just had a big crash. Turns out they got a bunch of fake pilots, maybe hundreds of them. Uh, don't fly to Pakistan till you hear what's next. Fake pilots? Yeah. You need to know this during these troubled times. Simply Safe was named the best overall home security of 2020 by U.S. News & World Report. The best. Not the cheapest. and Not the most novel or interesting or whatever. The best. But here's the good news. It eliminates a lot of the expense and the trouble of the traditional home security system. It's just terrific. No technician is coming to your home. No salesperson is coming to your home. And It's easy to install yourself. You open the box, you place the sensors, you plug it in. You've now got the best overall home security of 2020, according to U.S. News & World Report. costs about 50 cents a day. You're not locked into a two-year contract or something like that like you do with a lot of these um, security systems. And there's a 60 day money back guarantee. So during these crazy times, finally get that home security system you've always wanted, and it's going to be super easy. I love the doorbell camera, the doorbell alert, so you know if it's a Porsche pirate or what. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong to try it out. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. Uh, simply is S I M P L I. SimplySafe.com slash Armstrong. So are they real Pakistanis? they fake the pilots. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's the piloting part that's, that's fake. There was a crash a couple weeks ago, and Nate sent us this note. They attempted to land without the gear down. They scraped the bottom of the engines. I'm not a pilot either, but I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to do that. Well, they forgot to put the wheels down. They scraped the bottom of the engines, then realized it and pulled back up again and tried to land again and then crashed. Well, well, you interrupted. The second try, they crashed. So they went to land, and then they heard the scraping. Can you imagine that? Yeah. Oh, what's that? Oh, you, Did you put the wheels down? I thought you put the wheels down. Pull and up, pull up, pull up. All right, put the wheels down. All right, now they're down. Let's try again. Then they crash. <laughs> and, and I don't know if this is the oh same my crash God. or a different crash, but another crash. That had to be some moment when yeah, the bottom of crashes. the plane was scraping on the runway. Imagine how loud that was. They explained a crash in uh, Karachi um, the other day killed a bunch of people. The pilots were distracted because they were talking about the COVID, and they crashed the plane. So, so when Pakistani it, International Airlines, I tell you what, you go on your Expedia, you go on your kayak, you get on your, your booking, whatever, and you see a lower fare for Pakistani International Airlines, Trust me, pay the extra 50 bucks and fly on something else. They'll be grounding. Unless nearly... it's United, then I'd go with the Pakistani Airlines. Oh, boy. My you... hatred of United will never cease. You understand they have attorneys. They employ them. They're there at headquarters right now. Pakistani International Airlines, PIA. <laughs> uh, P.O.S. ha. <laughs> will be grounding nearly 150 out of its 426 pilots amid an inquiry that they hold dubious licenses. So, so, so you have the crash, and you interviewing the pilots. What happened here? And the guy says, well, here's the thing. I'm not actually a pilot. Right. So you probably ought to ask somebody else, because I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah. The wingy things? They uh they they were, they were those were, something happened with the wingy things. Right, right, right. And then we we remembered oh the wheels the wheels. And then we tried again, but I couldn't remember. You press the stick forward, what it does, and it was, so we crashed. Oh jeez. But anyway, roughly forty percent of their pilots appear to have fake licenses. Wow. I can't help but notice their uh, uh, Jim, your your pilot's license is handwritten. It uh, doesn't appear to be from any legitimate flight school. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, the, the printer was down that day. They told me, uh, yeah, just write out your own license and we'll sign it for you. Yeah. Unbelievable. I mean, this would be hilarious were it not for the the loss of life. A couple of terrible crashes lately. Yikes. I wonder how that happened. It's you know, a third world country with nukes. Yeah, but everybody has an interest in planes not crashing. Well, these guys didn't crash every time they flew. They mostly got where they were going. <laughs> I mean, they've had some flight training, obviously. They got the thing up in the air. That's the important part, right? Uh, Some other stories to bring you up to speed, including the latest unemployment numbers that are out. It's Thursday, so those are out, and we'll see how we're doing. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, I got a horrifying story that's probably worth hearing, but uh, a lot of people wouldn't want to hear it. More on that in a second. Oh, plus, this is so interesting. You remember that Instagram hottie who was uh, who wielded the drill and was it Santa Monica? And uh, was humiliated online and lost her internship and everything. And uh, She has written an editorial in the USA Today. She says social media got every single fact wrong. Doxxed her, hounded her, screwed up her life, and all of it was wrong. Such as mob justice. Really? Are you kidding me? Signed the abolitionist statue torn down by protest protest rioters. Yeah, well, that one's... I think that might be slightly different. Back to the, the before I get off track. So, back to the uh, the girl with the story. Um, so, all the facts are wrong, and then she gets her, uh, people attempt to ruin her life. Right. You know.
2: So, that was a, it was a doctored video of her pulling up in a car, stopping a construction worker, posing for a picture with his tool, and jumping back in her car? I do remember yeah, it was a it pretty, was, uh, it, was it was hilarious. The details
0: made it uh, pretty annoying. Yeah. yeah. I do remember that. Yeah, but well, I'll, I'll give you the real okay. story uh, coming up. Oh, no, no. I thought you were going to do your horrifying thing. Or oh, boy. Too horrifying? <sighs> okay, if you're the sort of person that would be bothered by practically anything, don't <laughs> listen to this. They're already not listening. But this is an actual story. <laughs> Uh-oh. This is oh. why you don't want to just get run jump into a random pond anywhere in the world. Oh, boy. Pond scum. And again, I'm trying to warn you. I'm not kidding here. Turn off the radio. Oh. There's about three of you that can handle hearing this. Oh no, what is the right? rest of you not. Why would you bring it up? Leech swims up man's penis. Oh, okay. Drinks pint of blood oh. before doctors pull it out. Mm. Yeah, pint. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. To me, it's just you know charity towards the leech community. They have a picture of the leech. You want to see it? No. Okay, I won't show it to you then. Sheminy. Right up there, huh? Oh god. Well were the doctors able to help the poor fellow? Oh my god. I, 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 I would hope so. hope so.
2: There's only about ten pints of blood in a person.
0: Well yeah, you're, you're you're down a quarter. You got plenty of blood. Don't be greedy. <laughs> about ten percent of that. Yeah, don't be greedy. <laughs> Why don't you give your fair share of blood? There you go. Huh? Help out men like that. Yeah, oh, boy. Oh golly, that's rough. Uh I'm feeling yeah. a little lightheaded, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, got an odd uh, discomfort here in my another uh, region. I'd be more lightheaded after they told me what happened than yeah. from the lack of blood. Oh boy! I thought it was going to be. Sometimes people will, will uh, swim in stagnant water and get a bacterial infection that's just a nightmare. Yeah. But, as yeah. opposed to this, which is what a walk in the park. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'd rather not have it happen to me. I'll admit it. Uh, wow. Uh, do we have time for this? I, I, I don't want to give this poor woman short shrift twice, but uh, she says, perhaps you saw my 17 seconds of infamy viral video of a young woman briefly holding a power drill before a boarded up storefront, having her picture taken, then quickly leaving in a car. You know what? We don't have time to do this properly, and I want to because it's a beautiful example, along with Nick Sandman and the poor kids from Covington uh, School, Covington, Kentucky, there at the, the uh, Lincoln Memorial. With the Native American fellow. And remember those racist, terrible kids with faces that you just want to punch. They need to be doxxed. Oh, wait a minute. It was completely misleading. And the mob is, is is going for the wrong people. Okay, well then briefly on the statues then. I think I, I get why you and Tim Sandifer and other people are bothered when <laughs> like abolitionist statues are being pulled down. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, I don't think these people. These people don't care. It's not. They're not trying to like delineate between this statue and that statue and make a point. They just want to tear down everything that existed prior. They're. It's that kind of anarchy. It's that kind of deconstruction. It's just the the, the power structure that put this stuff up. I want destroyed. Right. It's straight out Orwell, who wrote about that presentism and the rest of it. You're you're a hundred percent right. My only quibble is that Middle America thinks these are righteous protesters going after racial equity. That is true. Equality and justice. They're not. They're, they're Marxists. They're revolutionaries. They want to tear everything down and rebuild it with them in power. It's as simple as that. Yeah. Which is really troubling. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And Middle America needs to wake the hell up before these lunatics succeed.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
0: The Armstrong and Getty Show. These people are idiots. For real. The angry children you watch set fire to Wendy's and topple statues and scream at you on television day after day are truly and utterly stupid. There's probably never been a dumber group gathered in one place in all of American history. They're mouth breathers. They know nothing. They couldn't tell you who George Washington was. They don't know when the Civil War was fought. Probably not even to the century. They say they oppose racism, and then they rip down monuments to abolitionists. They don't see the contradiction in that because they have no idea who the abolitionists were. Yeah, well, that's uh, uh, hilarious misplaced uh, anger, though. It's, it's like um, people who are mad at millennials. Uh, who raised these millennials that mm. have these attitudes? You aren't born with these attitudes. The reason people don't know who George Washington is, I've got a kid in school. I know how this works. The, pu- the public school system has mandates of what they teach and what they don't teach and you got to change that if you you can't be mad at somebody for coming out of school and not knowing about various things they were right. never taught you right. can't
2: tell me what i can be mad at what you, <laughs> are you expecting
0: like 6th graders to go do independent research outside of the curriculum of their school uh, our schools including our universities have become so utterly corrupt and perverted uh, just you know those of us who are supporters of foundation for individual rights and uh, education fire or campus reform uh, we're a weird fringe. I'm telling you, this is one of the most important issues in America right now. It would seem what we're whole, teaching our kids and poisoning their minds. It with. would seem the whole point of high school and college now is to te- to explain to you how awful we all are and have been over the centuries. And now you you're, finally and, get it. And then you're surprised when people come out and then have these attitudes as angry ignoramuses, angry self-hating ignoramuses. Oh man, we gotta. You know, we have a. I'm tempted to replay Antifa Karen and some similar uh, young. It's young white women and angry white dudes screaming at black people how they're part of institutional racism. It's just as a fan of irony, I should be enjoying this, but I'm not. So this the hot gal, the attractive young woman, taped recorded, holding a drill in what appeared to be an Instagram pose. Hot girl holding drill, looking concerned so she could post it on Instagram was the uh, the narrative. And uh, somebody doxed her, figured out who she was, got her name. She lost her internship at the Washington Examiner and the rest of it. Wasn't the story that she rolled up in a Lamborghini or got uh, a Lamborghini it was a Mercedes, or Mercedes I think, or whatever yeah. it was? after she... and left, right? Here is, and we all hated her too. Right after hearing that story, uh, yeah. I wasn't like trying to put her home address out and have her fired. That's weird. Right. But and remember, a- as soon as we found out she lost her internship, we both said, "Come on, that's even if she is shallow and whatever,
2: just let her do it." Yeah, there's got to be a line between we can mock you and still keep your job. Right.
0: That needs to be a thing. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you know the great question before us, and it applies to so many things going on. We talked about this yesterday. How much is too much? Nobody asks or answers that question anymore. How much will you let the rioters get away with before you say, eh, that's too much? How much ruin of somebody's life is appropriate if they say something rude while they're drunk or angry? Now, I don't know if you heard that yesterday. I, I, I came across this from a uh, professor guy that I really like. He said we should ask all our elected officials um, and get them on the record with what it, where, where's the line? When has when it gone too far? So that they're on the record saying, well, taking down George Washington's statue would be too far. Right. Because we're incrementally going that direction, and because it's happening incrementally, nobody's doing anything. Yeah, and if you mentioned, if you missed the discussion yesterday, it takes it's a big thing to stand up to a bully. There could be violence, there could be hurt, there could be controversy, and the rest of it. And if you're waiting for a big thing to make the big move to stand up to the bullies, you're going to wait for the rest of your life, because they're moving inch by inch, foot by foot. And so they get away with more and more and more, and nobody has the balls to confront them until it's way too late. Well, certainly before the riots, I think you could have gotten elected officials to say, well, ransacking a Target and stealing all the cash registers would be too much. We wouldn't consider that you know, part of a peaceful protest. Great, well, for instance, that happened in the Target not that far from this radio station, and I didn't even know it. Yeah. It didn't get enough news coverage to even know that that happened. That's a crazy world we're living didn't in. It didn't fit the narrative. A lot of people like the metaphor of the uh, the frog in the boiling water. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't I don't enjoy boiled frog. <laughs> uh, maybe I just haven't uh, you know.
2: spiced is that a it a right? different one than the frog who gives the scorpion a ride across the river? Totally different frog. Okay. Similar
0: fate. Was it Calaveras County or is that a different frog? Again, that's a third frog. Okay. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my. That's a different frog too. <laughs> oh my god! What a great cartoon. <laughs> uh, that's uh, Looney Tunes, right? The oh, talking yeah. frog. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so Michigan jay frog <laughs> Wow Thank you for that So this gal uh, who is in the the viral video With the drill says On the night of Saturday May 30th riots swallowed up Los Angeles In the protest of the death of George Floyd She lives in Santa Monica Normally a laid back California beach town Turned into what resembled a war zone overnight Smashed storefronts helicopters circling the city I watched in shock and horror From my window I smelled the burning rubber From car fires Uh, More than 400 arrests, burglary, assault, etc. On Monday, I felt the need to do something. I wasn't sure exactly what, but I thought I might visit the destruction, document what I saw. I had already begun to take short videos of the chaos. I'm a young journalist, and this reaction came naturally to me. And again, she had an internship with Washington Examiner and everything. I wanted to chronicle the aftermath, capturing the efforts of the cleanup crews and construction workers who were starting to rebuild. To me, they're the unsung heroes. So I headed to downtown Santa Monica. I recorded videos of the devastation as well as workers fixing storefronts. We stopped by the Patagonia and Roadrunner Sports on 4th Street. These are the real heroes today. Thank you, guys, I said aloud as I filmed. I also got footage of Chick-fil-A staff handing out sandwiches to workers. I was struck by the sight of businesses boarded up. I asked my father to pull over and went to speak to a construction worker putting up plywood. I thanked him for his effort. As we discussed the cleanup, he handed me the drill in a joking and friendly manner. I went with it, and in the spur of the moment, a photo was snapped. There was absolutely no malicious intent, no master plan. The accusation that it was some sort of influence or photo op or attempt to appear like I was cleaning up is completely false. That's when the notorious video begins. I noticed two activists who'd been watching and taping me nearby. They heckled me, calling out, Black Lives Matter. And I felt threatened. I quickly thanked the worker for his efforts and left. The thought of publishing that photo never crossed my mind. It would have been difficult to identify me or my father from the video. We're not celebrities. I wore a face mask because of the coronavirus. What I didn't realize at the time was that the video concluded by zooming in on our car's license plate. Wow. An open <sighs> invitation to the doxing that soon descended upon me. Doxing is the researching and publication of private personal information about an individual for the purpose of harassment. The social media mob posted my name, home address, phone number, and more. In hours, my social media accounts were bombarded. Threats engulfed my feed, telling me to kill myself or I would be killed. Wow! Harassers said they knew where I lived and they were coming to get me. And if you're not in the public eye like we are, you're not used to those kind of threats, you'd be really freaked out. Right, right. As it happened, this was supposed to be the first day of my summer internship at the Washington Examiner, an internship that had started virtually due to the COVID-19 restrictions. As the doxing mob connected me to the Examiner, hashtag Fire Fiona began to trend. The Examiner's social media platforms were overrun with spite and slander directed toward me. This is incredible. Next came the journalism. News accounts of the video, based on nothing but viewing 17 seconds of a young woman's life, were riddled with errors. My father described as my boyfriend. A report claimed I said good jobs, BLM, on the video. I didn't. It was one of the hecklers behind the camera. Several outlets ran with the false narrative I took and posted the picture for Instagram clout that I was faking activism both wrong and clearly libelous. No photo was ever posted. Uh Worst of all was the sensational claim that the examiner had fired me. This was completely false as the examiner's own statement made clear. In reality, the college fix, the sponsor of my internship, had canceled it. Um, blah, blah, blah. They didn't have a choice. The harassment has not stopped. I'm still receiving threats by text, phone, direct message, and hateful YouTube videos targeted me for being a conservative journalist, uh, etc. Sarah, um, Nick Sandman wants to, uh, talk to you and shake your hand, Fiona, because he knows what it's like to have the major mainstream media Take a narrative and just run with it. It seems like, could doxing be some sort of crime like stalking or laying in wait or something Hmm. like that? Doxing for the purpose of doing damage to somebody? Sure, it would fall under the same umbrella as libel and slander. But you'd never be able to find any of these people. No, that, that is an issue. And, hey, listen, I, I feel kind of bad because we laughed and talked about this, too. Sure. And I, I should be more cynical than I am. And what I apologize <laughs> for it because we went to the heavyweights of journalism. But What are you, you going to do? Are the accounts In, we read? Unless it. we're just going to stop covering anything. Right. I mean, what are you going to do? I mean, for instance... Right, we can't well, independently verify every single story that comes no, th- up. Th- that was a beautiful
2: metaphor of one of the uh, s- symptoms of, of kind of American culture right now. Regardless of whether... It, like it, Shallowness, virtue signaling, etc. Yes, there. yes. It, it created a great uh, opportunity to mock that act. And, and while uh, she... And I agree with her that she should have never individually gotten caught up in it because of the... the she didn't post the photo, right? It was somebody witnessing this and kind of filling in the blanks, but it's it was still a, a great example of a thing right, that does exactly. exist. So
0: it's the, the definition of apocryphal, like things happen throughout history. It doesn't matter if it actually happened or not. It's, it's That sort of thing happens all the time. It was happening right. all the time, but <laughs> you can't have it in real time well, and have people's lives ruined over I- exactly. it. Exactly. Again, how much is too much? We all laugh and say these shallow Instagram influencers, look at them. It's ridiculous, isn't it? But the lunatics... The, the, the scum who then track the woman down, figure out who she is, ruin her internship, the rest of it. Y- you people are you would make great stone-wielding maniacs as some poor woman is murdered in Afghanistan for daring to show her chin or something like that, you would be in that mob, you would be crushing her head with rocks because you so enjoy exhibiting your own moralism by ruining others. You, you, are, you are scum. You would have, have burned witches in Salem with glee. Well I, I get back You're to monsters, it. you'd have made great Nazis. I keep thinking about that Sam Harris podcast where he said we are all involuntarily participating in an experiment with social media and I'm not sure society can survive it. I agree. I don't see how you slow this down, whether it's the, the, the false information, the you know, the fact that pedophiles can come together now and, and justify their behavior or this sort of thing. It's just I don't know how see any of this ever stops. Right. With social media and the Internet. Well, and to bring it home, uh, Glenn Greenwald once made a point that left an impression on me about the surveillance state and the the things the NSA was doing that they weren't supposed to, listening in and collecting metadata and spying on Americans and the rest of it. And he said a surveilled society is an obedient society. Everybody's afraid to resist authority, um, including authority wielded terribly. Maybe a, a cop kneeling on a poor fellow's neck. Um, and if we are surveilling each other with the zeal of murderous fundamentalism, like this story, um, what sort of society does that yield? I don't know. An involuntary experiment on ourselves. Yikes! I hope we as a species develop the tools. I hope our young people whose mind, minds we've poisoned in our schools um are are able to figure out how to deal with this stuff i don't know this is all troubling i'm sorry folks we've gotten off on a troubling uh, tangent here a uh, major sporting event has been canceled and another major sports team will no longer play the national anthem because of its troubling verses among other things we have on the way <laughs> Roseanne is weighed in, so that's good news We'll have that for you in just a second It's priceless Um, So the uh, New York Marathon has been cancelled for 2020 Oh, dang it, I was was thinking of running It really is one of the biggest and most important marathons on earth And it uh, has been cancelled So that's a disappointing... I don't know if our... Babysitter was going to run in that one. She's done the Boston Marathon. She's 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 Whoa, one of your good
2: big, for her. She's
0: one of those big time runners. College. She's an actual Division one college oh, really? track coach. Wow. Um, Fabulous. and
2: uh, probably eats healthy too. Yeah, uh, yeah. She's one yeah. of those people.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, interesting story <laughs> with her is she has got. An interview today, and she's had like seven interviews. She's either had a couple or got a couple scheduled. I thought that was really interesting when we're in the Great Depression with the highest unemployment we've had in 100 years and this and that. It's got to be partially. Well, in fact, uh, a certain person told me that this it does play a role. Uh, the fact that there are so many people that are making so much money on unemployment, How would it be this oh. easy to get this many interviews? In fact, i already been offered a job and turned it down because there might be a better one coming. Wow. How would it be this easy to get this many interviews when you've got unemployment this sky high? It's got to be the factor of another million and a half people applying for unemployment uh uh relief today by the Uh-oh. way adding to the total but that is one of the great economic knots that has been tied ever. Oh yeah. Is offering this much money in unemployment. It may have, you know, saved us in some ways, you know, people didn't go broke and blah 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 blah. But um on the, the other, other hand, some measure get, of it was probably necessary. How do you get them back in the workforce? Well, remember, Jack, if you are dependent, you can't be independent. It's a way to get you on the plantation and dominate you. Um, and we need to get to Rosanna. I won't use up all the time. Got this. A, uh, I said major. It's probably not that major. It's a uh, the Tulsa Athletic Soccer Team. It's professional soccer. And, you know, hockey on grass is what it is, soccer. Um, I don't know. But uh, apparently they're a real thing. And they're no longer going to have the national anthem. After carefully reviewing the Star Spangled Banner's lyrics and meaning, including the third verse, uh, Tulsa Athletic Soccer has come to the decision they will no longer have the national anthem at the national premier soccer league events. A, nobody sings the third verse. B, you've misinterpreted it, according to... All responsible history. While the verse is rarely sung, Tulsa Athletic does not believe the Star Spangled Banner. Rarely. Banners.
2: Show me where somebody's singing the third verse.
0: Ever. Not rarely, <laughs> but ever. Uh, rep- this doesn't represent or unite the diverse players, fans, and our community. There you go. And they're replacing it with Woody Guthrie's This Land is Your Land. <laughs> okay. Which in Oklahoma is cool, because that's where he's from. But Yeah, it's a great song. But so stairway to heaven. <laughs> if there's a bustle in your hedgerow, et cetera. You want the whole crowd to sing a seven-minute song, <laughs> including the guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, I wonder if that's going to catch on. Uh, the No Star, mm-hmm. Star Spangled Banner thing. We'll see. Uh, it it may well. So we have Roseanne here coming up. Another white chick screaming at a black man about racism awesome and i want it, it is emerging is perhaps my favorite genre as a, of entertainment it's troubling and it's ugly but it is hilarious and we've got to get to fbi director ray in an interview on fox yesterday that uh wraps up the whole russia thing it's now over officially over and uh boy talking about ending with a fizzle what is our goal here do we have show? time for this or are we yeah we, do we, got, we got a minute. how many minutes do we have before we're done here Two minutes. Okay, it's a minute long. We better play it because we're going to want to come in after. Do we need to know the subject matter? Nah. There you go. No, no, no.
3: (laughs) You know what I think? You know, discuss amongst yourselves if you don't agree. You don't really have to burn me at the stake for for not agreeing with me. But let me just throw out one idea, and I hope that the hungry dogs in the street have enough meat as not to come after me for thinking and speaking. I'm tired of it. But I have this to say as follows. And it's okay I say it because nobody would say anything I say, which is great. I'm tired of being monitored, you know, and corrected. Okay. I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Here it comes. Trump. Hear me when I say this.
0: Okay. All right.
3: Trump is, in my opinion... The first woman president of the United States.
0: <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Does she, that was quite something.
2: Does she explain what she means by that? No, I have not seen the full version of this video. That is the sum total of what I've been able to decipher. I need to hear the reason. What?
0: Because they they called Bill Clinton the first black president for years. He right. Great credit for that. And I never knew what that meant. What does it mean? What would it mean? Not that Roseanne's a you know arbiter of anything, but um. I did appreciate her being talking about being hounded and, and torn down for daring to disagree with anybody. It was a good point. But, but then I also like when people do the, you know, I don't care if you don't pay any attention. I'd rather you didn't. Well, then why are you posting this? Well, yeah, I I have no idea what her reasoning course, is. I don't even person. want to hazard a guess. She's a little <laughs> unstable. <laughs> Had the number one show in America before she said,
2: I thought she was wild. I got the bitch was wide.
0: <laughs> Which is actually a decent enough defense, but the, the, the mob doesn't care about your defense. <laughs> well, I'm glad Roseanne weighed in. <laughs> um, deep soul-searching about the show on the way, along with FBI oh, Director Ray and other Super. things.
2: Armstrong and Getty. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year,
1: 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do